0: are you ready yes i am let's take a walk welcome to two redheads walk into a podcast i'm Lori,
1: and i'm dallas cooking versus eating out which side of the table are you on lifestyles and circumstances certainly play a part in our daily food choices whether you are the chef du jour or you have uber eats on speed dial We'll chew on our preferences and give some great takeaways on how to save money on eating out and rustle up some simple ways to make mealtime at home a delicious delight.
0: Step right up, because here we go. Good morning. Good afternoon. Or good evening, wherever you're listening in the world. Lori, I've got to say... Cooking versus
1: eating out. This is going to be a really interesting topic for the two of us. We couldn't be more different on this one. Totally. I cooked when I was in college, up until college. I cooked for the family a lot when I was younger. It was a fun thing for me to do because my mom was working. Single mom Mm -hmm. didn't, you know, she didn't have the time to do it. So I ended up doing a lot of that. But I guess that's where I got really burnt out. I don't know if that's happened to anybody else's kids of single parents, but... Yeah, by the time I got into the work world, I could really understand why my mom didn't have any energy to cook and why she pretty much took us out all the time. I mean, that's a lot of how we were sustained is eating out at restaurants.
0: Right, and I, I had the big Italian family where my mother or grandmother, my nana, was cooking all the time, big meals, lots of leftovers, lots of, we're gonna freeze this for later. I could just go over it any time of day and have a whole meal ready for me in five <laughs> minutes at my grandmother's house. There you go, and yeah. I enjoyed it. I I loved when she would let me cook alongside her, or even I would just go over there and talk while she would do it because, you know, if I didn't do it right, I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> so sometimes oh, she yes. didn't let me help.
1: <laughs> yeah, but
0: I watched and I learned, and it got some good quality time. Oh, so I grew good. up kind of opposite. Yes, of course. And and now we live our lives totally opposite mm-hmm. of each other still with our food and cooking preferences. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So when I was doing the research for the show,
1: it was really interesting. I came across this great article from The Slice of Kitchen. And they were talking about 12 surprising stats on eating out versus eating at home. And I have got to say, some of them were pretty staggering. <laughs> like Really? Such yeah. as? Yeah. Now... One of the first ones says that Americans on average eat out 5.9 times per week. Six. We're rounding up. (laughs) Let's be honest here. Six. Oh my God. I know. (laughs) I'm even thinking, do I even eat out six times a week? And
0: I eat out a lot. And I really had to think about that. That seemed incredibly high. Now, I'm not judging in any way, shape or form, but yes, that, that does seem high.
1: Now, granted... I have to say that this was a polling thing that was done by Zagat's, which is about eating out and dining trends. And we don't know, they surveyed about 13,000 diners, and Mm -hmm. we don't know where there were, right? So were those 13,000 diners in New York, were they in the Midwest? was it families or singles? Was it, you know, how did that really play into that particular statistic being that high? But mm-hmm. I can also say one of the things that makes me think as to why that statistic was a little higher is because they included in breakfast okay, along with lunch and dinner. And I know a whole bunch of people who grab coffee for breakfast, grab a a croissant, grab something like that. And if they're considering that eating out, then I can see how that might skew the statistic.
0: Yeah, I think if you're doing your Starbucks run and counting for your three meals a day, I I can see that totally. Mm -hmm. The other part of the statistic was only 10% of Americans
1: love to cook. I mean, I know why I don't enjoy cooking. It's because it takes so much energy. And Uh, things get dirty and then you have to clean them and then you have to, I mean, it just, yeah. Plus I have to try to keep the cat off of the stove
0: the whole time. That's why I don't get pets that can get up that high. (laughs) And a kid to load the dishwasher. (laughs) And a kid to load the dishwasher. That's why you
1: had them. Okay. Now I know. There you go. (laughs) But yeah, there were some other really great statistics on that page from chef chang went through a few different studies across a few areas as to why we eat out how much we're eating out and then of course that unfortunate statistic of people who do eat at home typically have lower calorie
0: diets which leads me into an article that i've got from johns hopkins which is a study suggesting home cooking is the quote unquote main ingredient in a healthier diet. Now I'm gonna go on record here and say, we are not talking about this article in terms of obesity, weight loss, anything like that. It mentions that a lot in the body of the article. I'm using it only for the parts that involve the healthier side of it, which is means less sugar, less saturated fats, less trans fats, you know, perhaps less processed foods. Mm -hmm. not necessarily just less calories. Some people need a high calorie diet. It all depends on how you and your body work with food or how your body works with calories. So we're only going for the type of food you're eating. Mm -hmm. And while I do agree that it can be healthier, there's also the people who are just deep frying everything from chicken (laughs) to Twinkies. And if you're doing that in your home, then you're going to have the same problem. So now with those two articles in mind, basically on opposite sides of the spectrum as we are, let's get into the (laughs) rapid fire questions. What is your go-to? Is it cooking or eating out? Eating out, that's the majority of what I do. Okay, and I am the opposite, of course, (laughs) with the cooking. Now, how often would you say you either get takeout, drive through, or eat at a restaurant? Because I know we talked yeah. about the six times a week in that article. six times really high, actually. Yeah, I just, I don't have a lot of
1: things that I cook in the house. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of things that are prepared already. So yeah, the eating out, I guess, you know, I think I would probably have to say that I'm over the six times a week average.
0: Wow. Okay
1: if i'm going to be honest about it i'm going to have to track it a lot better now i track what i eat i don't necessarily track where i'm getting it from okay
0: right right so when you're talking about the prepared stuff is that like like frozen dinners or like a meal service it varies every okay. now and then
1: i like a meal service or two tovala was awesome cuz you really can just throw it in the little oven and It goes and then it's done, Mm -hmm. which is nice. Also, a lot of of grocery stores in my area, at least, and then my mom's and a few other people have been telling me have a lot of single prepared meals, fresher meals. So they're not the frozen, really high sodium content stuff. Right. Uh Um, So there are a lot more options out there that are available. And, and I don't know, is that cooking or is that eating out? If I'm still picking it up somewhere else that somebody else is prepared. I think we need
0: a new category for that. I know, right? Eating <laughs> up <laughs> eating up category. We'll have to make that a new one. Okay. Let's see. And are I, you? I would say I'm going to go for eating out probably uh, two to three times a month. We wow. either get maybe a pizza delivered. That's probably once a month. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if my husband takes the boys on a long hike or something, they'll just pick up fast food on the way home. Mm -hmm. If we're on like a longer drive and we're hungry, maybe we'll go through a drive through, Mm -hmm. but probably, yeah, probably just two to three times a month. And I'm not including my coffee. I don't get food with it. Mm -hmm. So I don't consider that eating out, drinking out maybe. Getting some iced coffee so, so out there. So wait a minute.
1: If you have drinking out as a section of eating out, then how many times a week
0: do I go to a bar? Oh, no. So now we have, I don't. Drink, now we have drinking out I don't. There's up.
1: actually not even a bar in my area, which is like the weirdest thing I just found out recently. But
0: Well, now we have extra categories. Uh, we have <laughs> we heating up and drinking eating out. And drinking out. <laughs> All right. Well, last rapid fire. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite meal to cook or take out? What's your go-to? Chili. If I have to cook... It's my mom's chili. Mm. You gave me the recipe to that one. One of my bridal shower gifts was a recipe book with cards from everybody. And you gave me that chili recipe. So Bloomer's Chili
1: in, Mm -hmm. I think it's, I think they're in Indiana or Ohio. Anyway, it's a great chili base and they're a wonderful family owned company. And yeah, we've just been making that chili forever. It's not only a great winter thing to make, but it's also got the the family memory, right? That's the right. one thing that my mom made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we just call it mom chili. <laughs> okay.
0: And you? It's pasta. I mean, of course. <laughs> well, I've your grandmother's sauce is
1: the bomb. Mm-hmm. So
0: Yes. Yes. It it oh my gosh. It, I'm just gonna put it out there. It's the best in the world. Nothing <laughs> can beat it. <laughs> And I'm so lucky that I learned how to make it because even though I have boys, I am passing that down Yes, through them Mm -hmm. or their wives, whoever wants it. Whoever wants it. I'm going to keep this in the world. (laughs) It's all good. But if I'm going for takeout though, I got to say, and I can't, I I do not have this very often. I'm talking like maybe twice a year, in and out. See, and I never got that. I just,
1: Ah, it's like one of the, ooh, for me, Really, in and out, which is weird, but yeah. I
0: think it's because it's so rare. It could be Mm -hmm. anything. And because it's so rare, I would love it. And I tell you eating out, I don't know if I have a favorite. I'd seriously have to think about that. Do you have a favorite style of food, like Mediterranean or Chinese?
1: No, not really. I mean, I really like a lot of different types of food. I think that's why I go for eating out versus cooking as well because to be able to have that variety of the different tastes of, you know, food (laughs) that I like, it's difficult to keep those staples in because I'm just not gonna use them enough. Mm -hmm. They're just gonna spoil. So I think that's why eating out kind of appeals to me as well is that it's a little bit of a money saver for me and I don't feel like I'm wasting food as much. One of the things though is with the cooking that I brought up a little bit earlier, It's just, that's the other reason I don't like it. It's so difficult for single people because you want the variety, but it spoils. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, before you can do a lot with it. So I've been kind of looking at, okay, how can I make things that then I can turn into other things because you don't like that repetitiveness either. Right. And some of these food delivery places are getting way too expensive now. So it's a little difficult, but I found a few workarounds for some perishables. Like one of the ones that was really frustrating me, and I know people are looking for ways right now to save money on their budgets, but milk, I really only have milk with my tea Mm -hmm. and maybe an occasional bowl of cereal. And that's about it. It's very rare. And unfortunately, to get the smaller portions of milk is extremely expensive. Right. It is. So you really wanna get the bigger bottles of milk because that's more money saving, but again, it's gonna spoil on me. So I found this great thing to do. I freeze my milk in little breastfeeding bottles, but they're perfect because they're about a third of a cup each, Mm -hmm. the little bottles, and they're small so they don't take up a ton of room in my freezer. And so I can get a half gallon or a gallon, fill up my little bottles, put them off to the side in the freezer. And according to the Dairy Association, they can live there for like three to six
0: months. And then you just take them out. those bottles well. Yeah. I remember those breast milk bottles well. So and now you've tired. got
1: another, if you've got them hanging around, <laughs> because nope. you had kids and you nope. still have
0: them, you can use them to save the milk. So it doesn't Good spoil. Good idea. I, and see, I had no idea you could freeze milk. I would think it separates and does. I mean, I know you freeze breast milk, obviously I did. <laughs> But I had no idea you could freeze regular milk. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Tip to save some money and save some waste because
1: we waste so much food in the United States. Right, It spoils, oh. it perishes. And that is another thing about when you're shopping for most things when you're shopping are designed in family packs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't need a family pack. And I'm playing hugely premium prices for anything smaller. I think that sucks. So eating out is a better way for me to go for some of these things. Right. But I'd also say eating out costs a lot. Anybody who's done it recently knows, right? So one of my tricks for keeping my cost down for eating out is eat like a kid. (laughs) So look at the kid menu, see what they've got there. If you know that you're going to have food a little bit later, try for the lunch menu right? Mm-hmm. Order it at the lunch menu, put it in the refrigerator and heat it up for dinner. If you want to do that, you'll get smaller portions, which is better for your calorie count. And then, you know, at the same time, you're paying a little bit less. Definitely. And always ask, it never hurts you to ask at a restaurant if they have a kid's portion or would be willing to do a kid's portion or a half portion of something. I've been accommodated
0: more than a few times. You can also ask, can, can you just like bring me out of box with my meal? So I can mm-hmm. cut it in half and yep. just put half away right yep. away and take it home. That's again, if you don't mind eating the same thing for mm-hmm. lunch and dinner or lunch one day and lunch the <laughs> next day. Yep. That's easy to do because the portions are so huge. Like oh, you said, they're massive. I think I read somewhere that they're like three times mm-hmm. what an average portion it, in the world, America mm-hmm. versus the world. It's like three times as large. Oh yeah. Which we're, we're huge. I totally see. Like when I travel, it's like, mm-hmm. Even my kids are like, this is it. I'm like, dude, this is, this is how the rest of the world eats. <laughs> this, is, this is how we're supposed to eat, <laughs> Yeah, but we don't.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah, and I've got to say, the other thing to kind of keep down my cost for eating out, skip the drink, have it at home or have water. You definitely get a huge upcharge on drinks mm-hmm. when you're trying to eat out versus what you would get at home. And then you can also keep the portion sizes of those drinks at home. I am just bored by the fact that some of these takeout places now, a medium drink is like, takes two hands to hold it. It's like 32 ounces. It's just crazy. I'm like, when are we gonna get to the size of the stones on Easter Island? Oh my gosh. (laughs) You're gonna have to have a separate tow truck
0: just to bring home your drink you know, right. it's not going to fit in the cup holders anymore. No, it's not, you but know. you had a good, you had a good point and this is just good for everyone. Everyone out there, no matter what you're doing, drink more water. Everyone mm-hmm. needs it. Yes. Drink more water. It has nothing to do with technically this episode, but go drink more water right now. Take a break. <laughs> Get some water. You need it. I can promise you, you need it. You promise we need it. We'll even tell you in a future episode, some of the ways to check
1: to see if you're dehydrated. <laughs> nice. That's a lot of the reasons why I eat out. And then cooking, as I said, too, we were talking about time management Mm -hmm. and we'll be talking soon about energy management. I don't have a lot of spare energy. And as the body's getting worse, I don't have time to do the cleaning afterwards. I don't have an extra person to do that. I mean, my grandmother and grandfather, that's exactly what they did right after the meal was all the dishes got cleaned. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. (laughs) <laughs> but even just prepping the dishes to get them in the dishwasher. And by the way, I prep those to put those in the dishwasher because if you've ever cleaned out a dishwasher, you never want to do it again. For those of you who have hubbies or don't care about that
0: stuff, then fine. <laughs> oh, I think it's hilarious when I watch commercials on TV and they don't like, don't rinse their stuff. Don't bother rinsing it. This will this will clean it. I'm like, yeah, it'll clean it. But what's going to happen to your dishwasher when it's got like yeah.
1: all gunky. Hunks of
0: everything just... Just at the bottom of it. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, I Cleaned it that.
1: out once and you'll figure out that is not the way the world works. There. Might get your dish clean, but it'll ruin your dishwasher. Plus all of the extra chemicals associated with trying to do that, forget it. There are other ways to conserve water. Anyway, I have to really think about the fact how much effort, how much energy is gonna be consumed by the prep for the food, the cooking of the food, and then the cleanup of everything. That are, Got those it. are three separate tasks. Mm -hmm. and lots of energy associated with each of them. Right, right. So money versus energy, which am I going to give up? And
0: that's interesting to me because my cooking at this point in life is really because of my dietary needs and my family's. My husband, oh gosh, we were doing the meal service kits. We were doing the Mm -hmm. going out and eating a lot more, I'd say, pre-pandemic. Mm-hmm. I think everyone was. And he noticed his cholesterol was like slowly going up. Wow. And he's like, Well, wow. Okay. And so he's like, Okay, we're going to, I'm going to nip this in the butt. He is not one to want to take medicine. So mm-hmm. He's like, Okay, I'm changing my diet. And I was already kind of leaning towards the Mediterranean ish diet, but mm-hmm. I wasn't hardcore on it. And then once I was diagnosed, and I'm like, Okay, inflammation, my inflammatory triggers are things that I was eating a lot of. This is different for everyone, but my personal triggers (laughs) that I found with my doctor's help and through trial and error. So I'm not saying this is everyone out there that these are horrible foods. You can't have any, but saturated fats, trans fats, the white sugar, cane sugar, brown sugar, any of the artificial sweeteners. Oh my gosh, those are terrible (laughs) for me. The white flour, white rice, white pasta, all the processed foods. And then red meat, it's maybe once a month, if that right now. So I've got all that out as much as I can. I think another thing we have to keep in mind also, in addition to not only my dietary needs and my husband's lowering his cholesterol needs, is he eats about 3,000 calories a day just so he doesn't lose weight. Everyone, you can right now just... Think those thoughts because i think them all the time oh yeah we both do yes very active and his metabolism has just been like that from day one mm-hmm. and it has never slowed down so yes i have to keep that man fed <laughs> i think somebody <laughs> and fed healthy needs to and that's the him. Thing. well the thing is the healthy foods don't have the calories Mm-hmm. Staying away from the saturated fats and the sugars, which he wants to do, that doesn't get the calories. So he's just constantly mm-hmm. eating. He's having second breakfast, third breakfast, first lunch, second lunch. And his after- he's a his hobbit. Snack, and I'm like, <laughs> I, he is really. For that reason, I never have that leftover food that goes mm-hmm. back. I actually have three freezers. I have the one attached to my fridge, mm-hmm. I have a little mini fridge in the corner of my kitchen, and then I have a chest freezer in our basement. That's how much food that my family eats. Again, Mm -hmm. I've got growing boys, but I always keep certain staples on hand. Mm -hmm. And then I do our grocery shopping, which is once a week, big order, grocery Mm -hmm. store. I'll either go pick it up or I'll go there, get that done. I usually figure out about two days later that a lot's forgotten, or I didn't Mm -hmm. know we were going to run out of something. I'll go ahead and just do an Amazon fresh order, Mm -hmm. have that delivered, takes care of that. And then about once a week, Once every week to 10 days, I go to the farmer's market store and I pick out my produce and meats because I don't trust people to pick those out for me if they're shopping. And (laughs) I found that here, our grocery stores don't have the best quality in the produce department and the meats. I just want to see them and pick them out myself instead of the person packing my Amazon fresh order. One of the ways to make it easier to be the one who cooks at home is Mm -hmm. to always just have some staples on hand. And some of these are perishable, but a lot mm-hmm. of them aren't. You start with your seasoning. Oh my gosh, just invest in your seasoning. I even make my own chili, so I don't have to get packets of chili seasoning. I make my own chili seasoning. I'll make my own barbecue seasoning. I'll make my own chipotle type seasoning. Just find some recipes. If you've got all the seasonings, you just put them in. And sometimes, you know, if you need dry parsley instead of fresh parsley, that's great too. Use dry oregano, use dry basil. I prefer fresh, but there's nothing wrong with dry if that's what you have. And you can just keep it and not really worry about the expiration date for a long time. Right. And then I have what I call my liquid seasonings, which are any type of broths. Like I have vegetable wine. stock. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, wine, vinegar, vegetable stock, lemon juice, chicken stock, all that sort of thing. So funny you mentioned that because
1: one of the things that i did last year was cook a little bit more because i came across this series and subsequent book from a chef jamie oliver and it was called the five ingredient meals Hmm. and he would cook these entire meals with five ingredients and then there were a basic set of staples in the Mm -hmm. house right salt olive oil vinegar they had a few others, but not too many. And yeah, these five ingredient meals, I tried a couple of them and they were actually really good right. and they were quick. Most of them you could get away with a single pan, which mm-hmm. was nice. But yeah, it's, if you have the staples in the house, it can make it a little bit easier when
0: you it want it. It really does. It really, really does. Some of the other ones I like, now I personally, fresh, again, get the dried seasonings if you want. I like to have fresh lettuce, tomatoes, mm-hmm. onions, pepper, garlic, and basil, I think, are just my generalized one because I use those all the time. I always have some grains on hand, brown rice, basmati rice, Mm -hmm. quinoa, barley, uh, lentils, any of those. Mm -hmm. Always have to have my tomato puree so I can make that sauce. Anytime I don't feel like cooking, I'll just whip up some sauce and pasta Uh really fast. Yeah, And frozen veggies, Mm -hmm. they are almost as good as fresh vegetables. If you think they're going to go bad nutrient wise, just get the frozen ones. Yeah, yeah. And I have to say that is one
1: of the ways that I have to deal with vegetables mm-hmm. is that most of them has to be the frozen kinds. And there are two sides that come up with this, but a lot of people say that the frozen vegetables are better for you because they are frozen right there at the rightness mm-hmm. um, and they don't go through the transport cycle. So I don't know if I believe it or not.
0: Well, another way you can save is if you're in the area and you have like a misfits market Mm -hmm. or something like that, that delivers, oh my gosh, their prices are insane because the fruit or vegetables look funny. Yes. Uh, An oddly shaped eggplant. (laughs) Yes. But you can get it for half off. So definitely check into that. And I'll tell you, if you are
1: dealing with what I deal with it, getting those types of things, the, the fresher foods, you could potentially have spoilage. Nextdoor.com, get on there, meet your neighbors, because sharing those types of shipments mm-hmm. can work in your favor. Yes. You no. Know, order from the misfits, and I definitely, for my little misfits, I can't eat everything that they give me. Mm-hmm. But I may go in with my neighbors every now and then. They pay for three quarters, and I pay for a quarter of it, and
0: that right. works out perfectly. Mm-hmm. Or I've heard some people, you know, they'll do this mystery box and they'll get three pounds of, I don't know, kale or something. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, hey, anyone wants some kale? A dollar, uh, a dollar yeah. for this am- much amount. And mm-hmm. it just, it works out. And you yeah. you have that less waste, uh, doesn't go bad. And, yes. and all that. Mm-hmm.
1: We're past pandemic, well, not past pandemic, but we're in a situation now where get with your neighbors again, get with your friends again in your area and start sharing some
0: of that yes. cost. Definitely, definitely. Save our food, stop waste. Yes, <laughs> except for fruit. Let me tell you, my kids and their fruit, my husband and his fruit, oh my God, me and my fruit. Oh my gosh, we just like, we really should live on Hawaii or just like the island of fruit because fruit doesn't even have time to go bad in my house. You just need to live
1: out me near me and have a, an orchard
0: <laughs> in the back. It's, it's crazy. I'll order or I'll grab, a, what is it? A bunch of banana? a bunch, bananas. They come mm-hmm. in a bunch, right? Bundle? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah i will be like seven or eight on there. I'll get like the the giant ones. And, you know, maybe two or three days later, I'm like, oh, you know, I'm a little hungry this afternoon. I'm going to have a banana. Nope. They're all gone. (laughs) Eight bananas. And one of my kids doesn't eat them. So it's between Mm -hmm. my husband and my youngest. Like, Mm -hmm. they'll just devour eight bananas. Like, how? You're
1: going to have to start hiding the bananas. Instead of hiding the bad foods, you're going to have to start hiding the good
0: foods. That's actually a really great problem to have. I bought avocados to make avocado toast, and it what I felt like it wasn't quite ripe yet, so I you know left it down there. I go down there later. My son's just eating it with a spoon. Mm-hmm. He's just just eating the whole thing, like not even just half. and Maybe save yeah. some. It's like that was my last avocado. I was saving that. <laughs>
1: You're gonna just start labeling it.
0: <laughs> oh, they don't care. Nobody no. cares that it's labeled oh, well.
1: "mommy's food." <laughs> how do you decide on your dinners? Like, how do you? Because That's, everybody, it seems like everybody in your family has all kinds of restrictions. So,
0: <laughs> you except know, for the kids, right? They, except yeah. for the
1: kids who will just plow right. through anything. It's like two cows on a field, but... <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: They, two goats, and, not cows. And they have their goats. dad's metabolism, of course. Mm, of course. But I am lucky that they do eat their the fruits and veggies and mm-hmm. they are picky, but they know if it's for dinner, you're going to eat it. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to eat much of it, you can... <laughs> go have something later, you know, you can Mm -hmm. have that banana or have some yogurt or something, Mm -hmm. but it just, it has to be relatively healthy. Mm -hmm. Like they're not gonna be like, I don't want all my, all my dinner. So I'm gonna munch on cookies all night long. But no, 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 you're not. (laughs) How I pick dinners is relatively easy, but I'm gonna kind of just run you through a a basic maybe weekday because I don't cook that much. For someone who eats at home a lot, I don't actually cook that much. Breakfast, Mm -hmm. everyone wakes up at a different time. So they all want breakfast at different times and i'm fine with that and it runs the gamut people want cereal they want oatmeal they want uh maybe a toaster pastry they want fresh fruit and regular toast they want a bagel they want avocado toast the only thing that i really make if they ask is eggs i'll cook them up some eggs fry you know Mm -hmm. fry the eggs sunny side up scrambled whatever they want or an omelet or something Mm -hmm. and then like if they want maybe um like a breakfast sandwich, maybe make some biscuits or the bagel and maybe get some turkey bacon and put Mm -hmm. together the omelet and just put it all in there. So I don't really cook breakfast a Mm -hmm. lot. And if I am cooking, it's like, seriously, eggs, five minutes. Let's be honest. (laughs) My husband takes leftovers for lunch. Mm -hmm. My one son eats lunch at school and my other son takes a different type of sandwich, some Mm -hmm. fruit, some yogurt and something crunchy, chips, cookies, Mm -hmm. that cheese corn chips or whatever, okay. and there's lunch Mm -hmm. and then I decide on dinner based on a couple things. I choose to make it based on number one, how much time and energy do I have? And do I want to put into making dinner that night? Yes. For example, my husband's coming home at eight o'clock. We're not waiting till eight Mm o'clock and my kids may not want the full dinner. They may want more of Of a grazing, maybe just some, some chicken and they can pick out their own sides to it. Right. You know, maybe this one wants, maybe you want some peaches or maybe they'll, I want some toast with this tonight. Mm-hmm. Or I'll just throw in a frozen garlic bread or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If that's on an easy night, mm-hmm. some nights I have a free for all. It's very rare, <laughs> but if I'm just exhausted, right. yeah. it's like you find what you find. Mm-hmm. And the second thing I do is do I have anything that's going to go bad or I need to use up soon? Is there some ground turkey in the fridge that I need to use today? And I'll be like, okay, we're having something tonight and it's ground turkey. And then I'll just kind of think about it throughout the day. What do I feel mm-hmm. like making? What do I want to make? What am right. I in the mood for? Or I've got, again, avocados or some fresh produce. It's like, oh, you know, the, the spinach is looking a little wilted. Mm-hmm. I need to use that up. So I know at least a side dish or something or a salad. And then the third thing that I think of is, well, what do we had the last few nights?
1: Mm-hmm. Have we
0: had ground turkey three nights in a row? Have I made it into like a Brunswick stew? Have I made it into maybe a a rice bowl? Mm-hmm. Have I turned it into a meatloaf? Do we want ground turkey a fourth night in a row? <laughs> Probably not. So then I'll make sure that I have something uh-huh. to defrost or something else. So those are my okay. three things that I decide on dinner by. I don't meal plan. I can't meal plan. I right. want you don't to meal you plan. Entire... Well, again. I want to. I wish I had that personality. Meal planning and prep is great. Maybe someday we can get someone who does it on here to tell us how to do it. (laughs) I can't. Well, keep in mind, it's an
1: extra task, right? And depending on how often you do it, it could be a recurring task, right? And you know, how much time does it take, and how much energy does it take?
0: Is it worth it? Right. Versus how much you're getting out of it for what you save during the week. Yes. And I think I need enough. Between all of us, we want enough variation that I just don't think it would work very well. Mm-hmm. Now, if it was just for my husband's lunches or mm-hmm. say it was just for my lunches, me, I just kind of graze during the day because I don't eat breakfast right when I get up. So around 1030, I have maybe some yogurt, mm-hmm. something like that, maybe just some plain toast. Mm-hmm. And then around, I don't know, 30 or so, if there's any leftovers, I'll have a little bit of that right. or, you know, just a small... Small snack or something. Right.
1: So it's good to have things like the snacky stuff around. Right. Or just grazing. Um, a charcuterie board of just little things.
0: It and I do. Nice I basically have a charcuterie board. It's just totally disassembled. It's like the fruits <laughs> over there. Your nuts are up there. Your your breads and crackers are down here. You know where the they fridge. are. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fun way to do it. Right.
1: So, so that's how I do it. Earlier about the misfits. Yes. Mm -hmm. of the fruits and vegetables. And yes, those are really great. If you can find one that delivers some of those in your, your
0: area, Mm -hmm. or do you go to farmer's markets at all? We have an actual store here. It's called Sprouts Farmer's Market, Mm -hmm. but that's where I get my produce, my fruits, my veggies and my meat Mm -hmm. and a couple other things that I can't find that maybe I want like canned garbanzo beans with like no salt added. Mm -hmm. You can find them there. Right.
1: Yeah, because we actually have a really nice farmer's market in a couple of different areas around me that have lots of different, I didn't actually realize how much agriculture we have around here, but lots of different fruits and vegetables and things like that. And of course, it's kind of nice to get out and walk around and be able to pick up stuff and especially support your local farmers and things like that.
0: Right. We do have a farmer's market here during the summer, but honestly, there's probably only like out of the whole street that they shut down for these things. There's probably like maybe three or four people selling food. It's like someone <laughs> with candles, someone uh-huh. with with jewelry. There's some honey. Honey's a big yes. one. There's a local winery there, mm-hmm. so there's actually not a lot of fruits and veggies at <laughs> the farmer market. It's more of just a market. Yes, which is That's why I go to thing. the store. Yes. Plus, it's you know it's outside. You're enjoying it. They yeah. have activities for the kids. It's once a week. You go. You see everyone. I just don't find a lot there. <laughs> so I go to the actual farmer's gotcha. market store. Yes, yeah, so you go to the, isn't the even the
1: store that's store. not really a
0: farmer's market,
1: but it just calls itself a farmer's market.
0: Right. Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. So it's like a smaller, I get it, more produce filled yes. whole foods, I think. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so
1: there's lots of different pros and cons about cooking versus eating out. And I mean, right now, everything, of course, is increasing in price. And so, you know, looking for how you can make bargains as much as possible. If any of our listeners out there have any great ideas on some food saving tips and how you can make cooking or eating out a little bit more economical or easier, please reach out to us on Instagram. And I might even cook because that is, I think, the challenge for this week, but Let's recap a little bit about what we covered. Okay. Some hints that we can give you to make life a little bit easier. So you can freeze milk. So if you are a person who doesn't drink a lot of milk, but you'd like to have it around as a staple, you can always freeze it in the breast milk bottles. Make sure that your bottles are rated for that. And you can keep that up for a year to three years. Eat like a kid. When you're out, look at the kids menu, ask, to see if you can get a half size portion of something or a kid size portion of a certain meal and skip the drink. If you're gonna take it out, you're gonna take it home, drink it home. <laughs> you have a much wider variety of beverages that you have at your house and probably some healthier ones too. I recommend for cooking, I love Janie Oliver's five ingredient meals, quick and easy dinners. <laughs> Those things really are quick and easy. It was about 15, 20 minutes, and that included prep, and they had a really amazing Parmesan lemon mint linguine with courgettes, yes, courgettes, which I had to translate from English to English, (laughs) because I had no idea what that is. Zucchini. Yes, it's zucchini. I found that out later. There were some vegetarian options in there as well, so really good stuff. Something
0: I want to throw out there that I just what? thought of, there are some websites where you can type in ingredients you have and they will give you recipes for what you have. Oh, nice. If so you don't have the cookbook or you have some random rump roast sitting around and you may be like, <laughs> I don't know what to season this with. If you put the ingredients you have, the website will give you a few different recipes that you can try. That's yeah, nice. So there's well, there's an idea. To, we'll to find get that some stuff, of those websites and put them right, up on our site. Get some of that stuff used so it doesn't spoil. Mm-hmm. Now, Lori, you had a couple of tips too. Yes. For the mine user's are day. always have your staples on hand. Good hint. Again, you can make them the dried herbs, the dried whatnot seasoning, lemon juice. If you aren't going to use like fresh lemon a lot, get the bottle of lemon juice. Mm-hmm. It's going to stay in your fridge for a long time. Just always have that. My gosh, I can throw together almost anything with the seasonings and stuff that I keep on hand. Mm-hmm. And again doesn't have to be fresh. Garlic, you can get garlic powder. Onion, you can get onion powder. It's just how much of it you're going to eat and in what time frame. Right. If you have the room and the resources, see if you can work in getting another freezer because you can freeze your fruit. You can freeze your strawberries. You can freeze vegetables. You can freeze a lot. So if you want that fresh produce that you get from the market and you come home and you're like, oh gosh, I totally overestimated. I'm not going to eat all this. You can freeze that spinach. Yep. You know, and frozen spinach and smoothies is even better than fresh spinach because it's almost icy. Yes. And also be flexible. Like I do with my meals. If you have something that's going to go bad, try to figure out a way to use that. If you were hoping I really wanted to make spaghetti tonight, but I really need to use up the pork chops instead, be flexible. Don't be like, Oh, no, it's spaghetti night. (laughs) We're we're pretty flexible with dinner here. So, and I think that's going to save a lot of time, energy, and in the long run, money. I would say be flexible in your eating out too. Mm -hmm. Remember,
1: cooking, prepping, all that stuff, cleaning takes energy. So be flexible in allowing yourself to eat out. And even then, you don't have to get the whole meal when you eat out. You can get just the protein side. You can split up meals. You can use the leftovers for different things. You said your husband eats lunch from the leftovers a lot. So look for those types of ways to be flexible
0: as well. What I've done in the past when we would order Chinese food, you know, you get the little container of white rice, no matter what you order, you're always getting Mm -hmm. like three containers of white rice, (laughs) right? (laughs) I would keep that and I would make a meal with it the next day. I'd add some Mm -hmm. veggies in on there, maybe a a different protein or make a bowl with it. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, that's thinking outside the box. It's like, oh, I'm not just going to have some <laughs> white sticky rice. It's like, I'm going to make a whole mm-hmm. meal that's based on what I have available. Yes. One thing that we didn't mention that I just want to bring up because I just looked outside and saw, we here have a dairy that delivers like in the olden days, in the fifties, you know, you mm-hmm. get got the glass milk <laughs> yeah. bottles. We have that here. Oh, nice. And they also have eggs. They have bagels. They have jellies and cream cheese. They have mm-hmm. bread. And it is, I'd say, maybe not half as much, but I'd say at least you're saving a third of the amount mm-hmm. by going that route. So if you're not sure, look into if where you live has a dairy or some kind of place like that that delivers look local, especially the price with the price of eggs mm-hmm. going up. so ridiculously. I don't know what's going on with chickens and <laughs> eggs. I know. I can't find chickens and eggs are so expensive. I don't I don't know what's going on. All right. Well, those are our
1: tips for this particular week on cooking versus eating out. We may have changed your mind one way or another or not, but we do have a challenge for this week, do we not?
0: We do. So if you are not a cook or you spend the majority of your meals dining on takeout, drive-through or restaurants, go ahead and cook something. Google a recipe. Check, see what you have in your fridge, maybe create something of your own Mm -hmm. or plan something that you've always wanted to make or that you've always enjoyed and try making it yourself. It might even be better than where you get it at the restaurants. Yeah. And the other part of that, if you are a cook, go ahead and maybe splurge a little, eat out this week. If there's a restaurant you've been wanting to go to, go there. If there's something you want to pick up in the drive-through super quick, even if it's like a bagel and some cream cheese in the morning Mm -hmm. with your coffee, (laughs) grab that. Mm -hmm. Just treat yourself to a little bit of, I'm not going to cook this meal. Mm -hmm. And then go ahead and tag us on Instagram. And hey, add a picture of your meal du jour, whether you cooked it or you brought it home or you ate it in the car. Excellent. Well,
1: I know which cookbook I'm reaching for this week. (laughs) <laughs> let's see my five easy ingredients come up with this week
0: i'll give I don't it a know go what i'm gonna do i don't know i, I know had gonna... chili
1: last week so i'm not oh, doing that yum. again so trying something new we'll see what happens they're called peachy pork chops i think oh i love peaches i know so do i they're a little out of season right now but totally Jeremy oliver has me using canned peaches so i'm okay with that Right, well, thanks for joining us as we whisked our way through cooking versus eating out this week.
0: Now that we've discussed our ideas, are there any recommendations about today's topic that you'd like to share? Drop us a comment on Instagram or become a Patreon member for special perks and bonus content.
1: For a complete list of products, services, or other content mentioned in today's podcast, visit the links page on our website.
0: Join us next week for our jog into the third episode in our self-care series, movement and exercise. We'll talk with a trainer about how you can increase movement in your life.
1: For a sneak peek of next week's walk into topic, click on the Instagram icon to follow
0: us. Thanks for joining us. I'm Lori and I'm Dallas, and this is the two redheads walk into a podcast. The two redheads podcast is for
1: educational and entertainment purposes only. As with all our platforms and content, this podcast represents our own current personal views. These opinions do not represent those of any people, institutions, or organizations that we may discuss, mention,
0: or recommend to our audience. At various times, we may provide reviews of products, services, or other resources. Any such reviews will represent the good faith opinions of the authors. You should conduct your own due diligence and should not rely solely upon any reviews provided by the authors. The products and services reviewed may be provided to the company for free or at a reduced price to incentivize a review. For more information about the disclosure of incentives received, please contact support at 2
1: We are not licensed healthcare professionals, and our personal experiences addressed are what works for our bodies. None of what we say should be taken as medical advice. Please refer to your own physician for any medical needs and concerns.